Hello. Thank you for continuing to be with us. Uh, we are blessed to be on holidays for the next two weeks. Which um, means we're going to do this short and sharp because you won't want to hear it every day. Enjoy yep. the best of. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yeah, Maddie's mum. We do love her. We do. <laughs> and you wanted to go back on the dating scene. Well, you've jumped the gun a little on this. Why? I don't... Well, I'd like her... You said a truck he was trying to pick her up. So my mum works at a, a petrol station, you a truck stop. You don't want to say stop. which one? No, I don't, wanna, I don't no. want her to go in there and get everyone hit on. Okay, all right. So she she is the uh, chef out the back, yep. makes all the meals and stuff. Truckies come in and they, they get a feed. And my mum has been a single for coming up to 11 years. Right. My dad passed away. And I've always thought I would like her to meet someone. Thought it would be, it'd be nice for her to have, have the company. company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's, you know, my mum is, is loyal as anything. And I think for a few years, um, she was always funny about it. Yeah. But the other day she comes home. Uh, it was like a teenager coming home for the first time saying, I've got a boyfriend. Mum goes, oh, she just, I can't even remember. She just, did at- she do that smile? Like, oh, there's someone asking me. I don't even, <laughs> yeah. oh, gosh, I tell you what, it's embarrassing. But they got that permanent smile. It was exactly like that. And I could see in her that it was nice for her that someone was interested. Yeah. Mm. Because we all want to be wanted. Of yeah. course. And I think it's it's hard is because she always sees herself with with your dad. Yeah. And it's that whole, like, do you move on? Mm. And I think also you get set in your ways. Yeah. So she- it's hard to get out there for the first date, yeah. I think. Love it. I love my mum. When I've said to her about dating, she goes, can't teach an old dog new tricks. I said, well, use all your old tricks, mum. <laughs> <laughs> they worked the first yeah. time. My, my eldest sister, when my mum said about this, there's a truckie that yeah. has wanted to take my mum out on a date. And she was, he was working the girls at the front counter saying, put in the good word or whatever. My older sister was filthy about it. Just filthy, saying you can't go on a date with him or whatever. Because of your dad? you think she feels I, loyal too? I think my sister, you know, would, yeah. would, would you always feel... always want to see them together yeah. and feel strange her being with another man. That, yeah. make, that makes sense. Yeah, and so I was encouraging my mum. I'm like, mum, even if you don't like him, go out, have a free dinner, go to the movies, just go out. Is she going to yeah. do it? I, d- I don't think she's going to do it. Oh. I don't think she is. But then, then we'll make her do it. Yeah. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I reckon it'd be good for her to go on a date. Yeah. I, I, I do like living through my <laughs> friend's stories, though, because her mum's back dating. Mm. They've been, they've been separated for ages, and she yeah. just like was refusing, wasn't going to do it. And then she lost a lot of weight and just was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out a bit more. So she accepted all these dates. But then my friend got a call from her 2 a.m. in the morning ha. saying, can you pick me up from the valley? <laughs> and she said, are you serious? Perfect. She said, you got a lot of money in the divorce. Get a taxi. And apparently her mum was like, I don't want to go in a taxi. I want you to come and pick me up. So she had to drive to the valley and pick her up. Think of how many times her mum had done that for her back but in the she day. Wasn't, she wasn't happy. She, goes, she was stumbling all over the place. I'm like, hun, she used to do that to us. She goes, she doesn't understand. Her, at her age, it's a risk if she falls over. <laughs> oh, it's, oh. it's not a risk when you're 18 to be out. Well, we just got bruises, but she's like, she could do a hip. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what it's like, though? So, Well, apparently she went on a date. It seemed like it was going really well. And then she goes, I didn't want to go home with the guy. So that's why they were drinking. And she insisted on getting picked up. I don't know if I could handle a call from my mum at 8.30 on a Sunday morning yeah. saying, I'm not sure where I am. Yeah. Can yeah. you come and pick me up? 
Well, you'll just have to do what you do for your son. Put it, find my friend. Oh, imagine, oh. imagine that. <laughs> Mum, you told me yeah. you were going away yeah. for the weekend. I can clearly see yeah. that you're in the valley. Yeah. Mum, are you having a party at my house? <laughs> I just oh, think it would be great. sad if your mum's getting more, like... She probably will. Are. Yeah. She probably will. And then all my babysitting dries up. I need a man, a family sort of man. A man... You're just looking for a stepdad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Preferably someone with a trade who can come and help me with the renos and stuff. Well, when know? I left the office to do our experiment, <laughs> I was the first candidate picked between you two idiots. I said you'd and be... And I've, to- I've told you, between us, it's nothing serious. It's not. It's just casual. He said you'd be a great stepdad. You'd have to babysit the kids. Yeah. yeah. We'd be we'd be out partying. We'd be at, you know, Gambaro's ball and everything. Like, and... Where's Stav? And go, oh, I remember he's home with my mum, looking yeah. after my kids. <laughs> and you're quite happy with that. Yeah. 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 I'd make you get a prenup, uh, get a prenup though, so... Oh, yeah, I'm a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Other way around, babe. Come on. Oh, yeah, Barden boy. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> I just end up with your house. <laughs> a long play. All right, let's ring my mum and hook his up. Yeah, right. Well, 13, we want to know dating uh, dating mum stories. Yeah, you know, your mum went out there. dating. Do you want to know dads as well? Oh, yeah, let's go. Are yeah, your parents it, out there? Yeah, they're yeah. dating. When your parents went back on the dating scene. I can find your mum on Tinder. Well, I'm not on Tinder, so I would hope I wouldn't come across her, but... 13, 10, 60. <laughs> Are your parents back on the dating scene? Uh, we're going to chat to you next. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We're going to get Maddie's mum a date. It's going to happen. She's just been talking about a guy that was interested in her and she hasn't been dating since your, your dad sadly passed away. Yeah. Coming up to 11 years. She, um... I've, I've encouraged her to go out dating. Um, I She doesn't even know we're having this conversation on the radio. Well, she'll be hearing so it. I'm in trouble tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, uh, there was a, a truckie. She works at a, a service station. And uh, a truckie was keen, was trying to get the, the front of house girls to put in the good word. Mum's not interested in this guy. But I could tell that the possibility of someone wanting her, it really made her feel good. Hmm. And it does. We just want to make you feel better about it as well. We want any stories of when your parents went back in the dating world. Okay. Okay, you ready? (laughs) Robin from Ormiston, your dad's back out in the dating world? He absolutely was. He was 75. My mum passed away. And about a year and a half later, he met a lady in uh, like an aged care facility. Uh And my dad had muscular dystrophy. And so he called me in and sat me down for a serious conversation to ask me if he could date. This lady, and because he, it was beautiful, and because he was like a teenager, he was so smitten, and because he couldn't do anything about it, because he had muscular dystrophy, and he was like immobile, um, I had to go out and buy the flowers, (laughs) and gifts, and the presents, even to the point where, um, when it got a little bit more serious, he asked me to get him in the wheelchair, take him to the doctor to get Viagra, so (laughs) it was pretty pretty (laughs) a lot. But it, it was beautiful and it blossomed yeah. and they were together for a couple of years, oh, oh. about two and a half. And then my father passed away yeah. in 2000 and, uh, well, about a year ago. Yeah. And then she passed away four weeks after he did from oh. a broken heart. Oh, and you know that he was happy oh. at the end. He was yeah. so happy. He was like a teenager. I honestly believe he, he lived longer because yeah. he had this love in his life. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. It, it made my world. Oh, and what a beautiful daughter you are. 
And you could find the flowers and everything. I know, I was nearly in tears and then you ripped out the V <laughs> word and I went, oh yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sarah from Wilsonton. Morning. Hey, how you going? Uh, your mother in law got back out there. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, my husband, he doesn't get to hear any of it. I have to hear the lot. And ah. some of it, you just, you know, there's some things a daughter in law should just never know. Yeah. Any that you yeah. can say on the radio? <laughs> oh God! Well, there were pictures. And what? <laughs> oh yeah, she she likes showing me pictures of all her um, gentlemen callers, and I yeah, it was okay. it was nasty, nasty. <laughs> so they must. <laughs> the boys are in shock. <laughs> and yeah, I hate to say, it, but you know, you think with like five kids, one of them could be exposed to it. I I didn't think. No, 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 you're the go-to because you're not related to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so I think what, what we're hearing out of the call so far is that when you're in the dating world, you have a set sort of like age that you go back to because it doesn't matter how mature you are. Well, it's just saying that once you go dating, it, it's the same for everyone, no matter what your age. You yeah. go back to being 18 again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, but you were just encouraging it. Yeah, I want my mum to find... What, you wanted to go out and just go for a nice dinner? Yeah. And after they shake hands Hitchy, and maybe yeah. after courting for yeah. two years, yes. they might. I wanted to find a lovely man who okay, will no. just come and mow her oh, lawns. I can't wait. Paint the fence. Oh, my God. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? You want to stop mowing her lawns? And painting her fence. You <laughs> no. want... Is that oh, what it is? You always yes. complain about having to yes. do that. No, I don't, I don't mow her lawns. I dinner so I much. No, Carly. I love my mother. <laughs> I bought a house two blocks away from my mother. I wanted to be that close. How close are you to your mum? <laughs> hey, Carly, in the ring bar. Very close emotionally. Hi. <laughs> your mum started dating again? She did. Um, it was actually quite interesting. After my father passed away, my mum um, turned to alcohol. Uh-huh. And my husband and I had to drop her at our local pub at 9 o'clock one night because she wanted to go out partying. To 2 a.m. in the morning, my husband and I are driving around the street trying to find my mother, which we found her asleep in a garden. Wow. Oh, Carly. Wow. <laughs> is she, is, how's she doing now? Yeah, she's actually remarried now, okay. luckily, thankfully. Right. Yeah. So that's but, his problem? Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's right. But, you know, like, uh, it was even more to the point that mum ended up in the garden because she was trying to pee. <laughs> oh, Carly. She's going to love this story. Yeah. But I think you're right, Maddie. It's like going back to an 18 year old. Yeah. Like, you would have been exactly like you were driving I around. Felt like the mother. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you give her a lecture the next morning when she had a hangover? <laughs> I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. We are the show of dreams. <sighs> Not anyone's dreams, only Stab's dreams, because that's what we're focused on on the show. We like to make Stab's dreams come true, and you have a lot. Do I? Yeah. Remember when you wanted to jump out of the plane, you throw money out, the cash tornado, we made that happen, that was a dream that came true for you? You're welcome, buddy. Don't mention it. I did it. You did. No, stop. (laughs) Calm down. I'm calm. But there's something else that I think you've wanted. In fact, you asked for it. The words came out of your mouth requesting it, and we were like, that's a dream. Kermit the Frog? What? You know, that's always been a dream of mine. No. To meet Kermit. No, that's uh, not it. No. No, that's not it. This is, this is even bigger. Think big, mate. Dream big. So, as we all know, quite a while ago, we released, you released your, uh, your yeah. single, your song. Okay. Um, this is it here. That's why I'm on my knees begging you. What was the name of it again? Come back, please. Coming up here. <laughs> okay. The only thing the you left me mm. when yeah. you left me. 
Trust me. You went to 128 on iTunes. Made $149, got a check that I lost, never cashed it. Did you never cash it? Nah. Well, that's what you, you don't need it when you're a big musician like that. You just like a check yeah. for that. Nah. Well, it means I haven't sold out yet. Uh, so no, you haven't yet. <laughs> oh, you got played on commercial radio. You were a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we we really wanted to promote this. Molly Meldrum really loved the song. Very yeah. very good. Really? Would you tell people to do yeah, yourself a favour? Yeah, I'll do more than that because I think it's that good. That that has got a heap of potential. And your voice is amazing. Where'd you learn to sing? Oh, I do. Uh, Self-taught, Molly. I'm I'm not sure if you're taking the piss. Is what my problem is. <laughs> Seal, he loved no, it. How did. did you record it, Stav? I uh, just recorded it here. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Well, oh. best of luck with it. <laughs> Thank you, Seal. <laughs> He didn't get picked up for the voice again, though. So, no, yeah. he's uh, got a residency in uh, oh, Las whatever. Vegas. Anyway, okay. yeah. And recently, Conrad Sewell was in the studio. And Conrad Sewell, he knows talent when he sees it. Oh, I mean, his God. songs are so high up in the charts at the moment. Number, number one. one. His album. That is high. <laughs> he debuted at number one, yeah. his album. And he loved it. He liked it. Enjoy and you, it. Yeah, you said something during it. Do you remember? <laughs> we'll, re- re- we'll replay it for you. It's a bit of a Bob Dylan thing going on. A bit of a Jake Bug. He's close to being a banger. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There's a couple yeah, of tweaks yeah. here and there. We yeah. could have got there I'm with that one. Nick Skits to remix. <laughs> <laughs> got there I'm going to get one. Nick Skits to remix. I'm going to get Nick Skits to remix. No, yeah, yeah. That was obviously a joke. Nick Skits? Yeah. I loved him. He's still around. I know, I still love him. <laughs> but it's just like he was big when I was um, out at the clubs. Yeah. The Hard House DJ of Australia. You'd always, if a Saturday night, if you had hit 105 on, you'd hit. It's another Nick Skits remix. Yeah. Did you reach out to Nick? No, because if you listen to the rest of that conversation, I did say that no one's messing with my art. Did you? No, yeah. I thought you said that's a dream of mine. I didn't hear that. All, all I heard was I I have a dream to be remixed by Nick Skits. Right. Selective hearing, but that's cool. That's We've cool. got the cassette. The cassette is right here in the studio, right? So. But <laughs> this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask the people, the listeners, 131060, do we press play on the cassette? This is redundant. You know people are going to want to hear this absolute banger. Of course. I mean, it's You just a, want reassurance? Yeah. Well, we yeah. also need the sound grabs for when we put the commercial out onto television. So like, yeah, I, is this, is I, yeah, so they've got to call up and request it. You've uh, got to request yeah. Nick Skits featuring Stab Davidson. Or the feet. Is that what we want? Or feet. Or is it Stab Davidson? It's Stab Davidson feature Nick Skits. But he's remixed it. Yeah, so, so I, I'm the original. Stab oh. Davidson, When You Left Me, the Nick Skits Hard House yes! Remix. So you've got to request it, 131060. If you request it, then we will play it. How do I know it was him? What do you mean? Well, you want to see photo proof? I met with oh, him we- in a in a car park, and he handed me the cassette. <laughs> when you hear it, you will know it's him. Thirteen ten sixty. The request line is open, Brisbane. If you want it, Stav Davidson. When you left me, the Nick Skits Hard House Remix. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Yeah. Stav Davidson came out with a song a couple of years ago. That's why I'm on my knees begging you 
come back, please. Such a banger. It is a banger. Uh, that was the original, but you requested to have Nick Skitz remix it. In passing. Yeah. No, you kept asking about it. Listen, what? this is us talking to Conrad Sewell about it. It's a bit of a Bob Dylan thing going on. A, a bit, bit of a Jake Bug. He's close to being a banger. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There's a couple yeah. of tweaks yeah. here and there. We yeah. could have got I'm there. I'm going to get one. Nick Skitz to remix <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to get Nick Skitz to remix it. I'm going to get Nick Skitz to remix it. You kept repeating it. It was weird. Just the one. So Nick Skitz has remixed it. And we met with Nick Skitz in our car park under the cover of darkness because we didn't want this to leak. We didn't email it. So we've got a cassette. Maddie's still friends with him, obviously, being DJ Party Boy. Of course, you would know him intimately. Yes. Well, not intimately, sorry. Well, you know what we did in the DJ box. Okay. When the strobes were going. So Mm -hmm. here we go. We're going to go to the request line, 131060. If the people request um, Stav Davidson, the Nick Skitz Hard House remix, we will play it. Yes, Annie in Forest Lake. What do you want the next banger to be on Hit 105? Annie? Annie. And mix Skits Hard House Remix, please. I yes. loved it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. nice. All right. Thank you. Jasmine, what do you want to hear? Had Sanderson, Nick Skits Remix, Hard House. Yeah, the Hard House one. Of course you do. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, Just taking so. random requests on the air right now. Any song you want Let's to hear? One, one, one more? Yeah, Jason in Bow Desert. What do you want to hear? Honor here. Stav Davison. Nick Skitz remix. Uh, yeah, hard house. Just, remix. just like, just like he's <laughs> written down for you, Jason. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well done, Brisbane. The most requested song right now, number one in the countdown, the hottest hits of the morning. Stav Davidson. Uh, this is the Nick Skitz hard house remix. Bring in the glow sticks. Here we go. Sometimes I wonder, did I push you too much? Did you need me as much as I needed you to? Cause I need you to need me as much as I need you. You loving it, bro? You loving it? It's so good. Yeah. This is Nick Skitz. Over it. I'm recording. Stab Davidson at Hit 105.
There he is, Stab Davidson. The next kit. Hard House remix. Brisbane's Hit 105, if you want to hear it. Are you fading my song? No, no, no. This is the way it naturally ends. Do you like it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but you still don't fade it. Uh, oh! Yeah. Request it anytime. 13, 10, 60. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. He's a worldwide phenomenon. The one and only Boy George. You have to break their heart. The Voice, it is back in its eighth season and every year it gets bigger and better. Good to hear that this man is back as well. Boy George, good morning. Hello, good morning. How are you? I uh, I know how competitive you were and I know that you weren't happy with uh, with not winning. This is your year, right? Well, I think that last year it was really the circumstances that were the problem, not the person. You know, Sam Perry wasn't your typical kind of person standing in front of a mic. Yeah. He had additions. We, we did speak to Guy Sebastian and he said there is no truth to the fact that you asked him not to wear hats. He believes that someone in your group may have been the one. Did you send a message no. on to someone to ask? Never. No. Never, 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 never. He made that up within about five minutes of meeting me. Mm. Right. I, met him, I, met, I met Guy for about five minutes and then I saw him being interviewed and he said, oh my God, he was full on. I'm like, you found that out in five minutes? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, Biatch. Trust me, at this point of the proceedings, he knows I'm full of. <laughs> Have you, you must read a lot of strange things about yourself, though, over the years. I also spread quite a lot of those rumours <laughs> myself because I think that what, you know, the sort of lies about you can actually make you sound more interesting. Yeah, right. So you're saying people make stuff up, which is great because you're just at home watching Netflix. Exactly. Quite a modern phenomenon, the whole reality TV thing, where people feel like they they sort of want a different relationship with you. But I think there has to be a certain degree of stuff that you just keep to yourself, you know. And that's what I tried to do, you know, because when I was younger, I didn't have a sort of off button. I didn't know when to be, you know, to put something, keep something private. It was always, you know, I shouted everything from the rooftop. So, you know, one of the great things about doing The Voice is that you get to sort of have that drama with the other coaches. You, know, you can you can take them down during a pitch. You can say things that perhaps you couldn't say in the civilised world. And that makes it really exciting to do. What are some of the rumours you've made up about yourself? Well, I've been lucky because I haven't really had to make up that many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're rumours or not. See, this is the thing. <laughs> it's, more a question of, it's more a question of when I read stuff about myself, I'm like, Wow, that's really interesting. Or I don't even remember being there. Yeah. I have to say, I do have one of those convenient memories. You know, somebody might tell me a story and I'll be just like, no, don't remember that, no, no, no. And I'm really good at forgetting stuff, which I think is quite handy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a way to a happy life, I think, a terrible memory. Things? Yes, you, ignorance yes. is bliss. It is for some people. Boy, George, we were uh, we had to make a decision here at the radio station. People were asking, are you going to play Michael Jackson's songs? And we are still playing them. And I know um, a few years ago you said it was a big regret not having the opportunity to collaborate with him. Yeah. How do you feel mm. about everyone still playing his music? Well, I love Michael Jackson, mm. you know, and I've always been a fan. And, you know, I also have met his children. And so I'm very wary of kind of adding to that noise. I always think of like Paris and his kids yeah. and how no one's really taken into account what this must be like for them. And so for me, you know, I just can't help, but my heart just goes, what about those kids? You know, I, I just, 
And there is really nothing that you can say about it because Michael Jackson's not here to defend himself. And so, you know, there's a lot of ifs in, in everything, you know, but you just want to be respectful to every single person involved in that whole thing. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to be hit with so much powerful information and then to sort of feel that you can't really say anything that's helpful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are we, we asked our listeners and 99% said keep playing the music. You know, as I say, until someone's been in a court of law, everything is alleged. Play the music. The music is beautiful. Remember how it made you feel, you know? Yeah. Great music. Absolutely. Uh, now, over your years too, Boy George, we've known that you like to have a little party. Only we... other people's houses, not my own. Well, oh, funny that's... you say. <laughs> this is perfect because we are actually doing a little experiment on our show. We were discussing about how you used to throw parties as a kid when your parents went away and then you'd have to clean up so they never knew what had happened. We mm. are going to try and sneak into one of our listeners' homes when they're away. Okay. We're going to throw okay. a party and see if they've noticed whether they've been in there or not. I think they will. Many years ago in the 70s, my, my, I had a girlfriend in the 70s. Can you believe her? <laughs> and uh, she threw a party at her mother's house. And her mother wasn't meant to be there, but the mother came back early. And I remember some kids put the mother in, knocked the mother in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Uh, for about an hour, <laughs> the party carried on. Oh, and then, obviously, the mother escaped from the bathroom and called the police, and that was the end of the party. But there were lots of parties like that in the 70s. Yeah. Not so much in the 80s, because I was just too busy working. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I hear what you're saying. If the person comes home, hold them hostage <laughs> no. until we're finished with the party, and then we're sweet. I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind the tape. <laughs> well, we're excited for it. The Voice Season 8, it returns to 9. You're on there uh, as well as Kelly Rowland, Guy Sebastian, Delta. Uh, you're all yes. back, mate. Nice to talk to you this morning. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Have a fun day. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Tinder. I don't need to find love. Hmm. Tinder's uh, released a new feature, which I think is pretty cool. And they're releasing it before Splendour in the Grass this year. So I think it's okay. coming out June the 21st. Uh, it's called Festival Mode. Festival now, mode. You know when you, you meet someone and everything's going really well and then you, you find out that their, their favourite artist is Celine Dion. You go... Oh. Well, see, that I would like. I, see, I would like that. But there's some people out there, see, I'm not really into heavy metal. And when I first heard Scott's music, I was like, oh, good God. Because I'm going to have an issue here. If you marry someone, you're stuck with their music for the rest of yeah. your life. Yeah, so we have to play rock, paper, scissors before we go on a road trip. Um, and it'll be my music for a while, which will sometimes be musicals. So or you dance go from... music. And then we'll go to, like, Bullet for My Valentine. Yeah. Lay yeah, Miz to Metallica. Yeah. 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 Interesting mix. The kids prefer his music. Yeah. But, you know, we deal with it. But they're saying that it could be a, a bit of a, a deal breaker if you find out they're not into the same music. Yeah. So you can put on this feature and connect through music. Okay, so you put all your favourite songs up. Yes. And then other people with who say, yeah, they're my favourite songs. Yeah. And then, bang, you get a match. Yeah. What's that noise? On the festival mode. <laughs> that was you. You just received a message on your phone. Oh. Can you put it on silent, please? <laughs> uh, and so are they, is this specifically for... Well, you can use the, the people that are going to be at Splendour this year, yeah. but then it's going to be festival mode that you can use for different festivals. Right. So, for example, like there's a few headliners. Yeah. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Great song. But someone might go, I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. You know? 
tame in parlor. Yeah, maybe that's more their nah, style. Nah, see, they wouldn't go together. They right, wouldn't go together. Them. They're just two different. They're two different stages. Because yeah. this, yeah. like, this, this is... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm peaking, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. loving it. I'm smashing it. Oh, you know what? I just want to get chill. I just want to get chill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Dean Lewis for me. Perfect. Yeah, and you know what? That's a needy guy. If a, if a guy's got that on his list, he's like, I'm ready to fall in love. Yeah. But would you like it in a girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would definitely yeah. not be happy if this was someone's favourite. Why? That's more you. That's okay. definitely more you. Courtney Barnett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Too lazy to sing? Is that what yeah. you say? Oh, this one. This would never... You wouldn't be happy to see this. Well, these are all... You would find that. Well, I'm a bit more, uh, like, more hectic dance. Oh, hang on. I know what you'd hook up for. I could see you standing in the middle of Splendour. Oh, God. All those hipsters there with their beards and their... Yeah. They all wear... Like danky looking clothes. Yeah. They like their clothes. they like their browns yeah. Yeah. splendor. And there'd be one person in the crowd you'd match with. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyone else like me to that? Perfect match if you can find them. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been the case until we saw them last time. Yeah. Now it's mine. <laughs> 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 Have fun at Splendor, everybody. It's- Stand by me and my head. Hit my own fire.